0: Welcome to Fiasco Nods for September. Yes. Doing a um, special episode. Uh, we're going to get some allies on the episode, uh, but scheduling proved difficult um, for the end of this month. So next month, we're going to do our Halloween spectacular with some allies. It'll be cool. Um, but this week, month, year, day, hour, <laughs> minute, second uh just hey let's
1: make that joke what's time anyway what's right? time 2020 anyway?
0: <laughs> during these <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: love in the time of covid
0: yeah uh but anyway a while back i got this <laughs> fiasco boxed set from kickstarter um six, six and i thought we would just uh, open it Cause I don't know what's in there and I don't know what the point of a boxed set of fiasco is, but eh, I was going to save this for when we were like back in person. So we could actually do it like in person. Right. Um, but that's going to be 2026. So <laughs> we're just gonna, we're just going to look at this right now. Great. Right. I think that's, I think that's right. I think we're, uh, Oh, I see what camera you're
1: using. That's really funny.
0: This is my, one of my old webcams as the well, fiasco cam here.
1: I can't turn it on you because it would show, but it's I'm using the same exact cam for myself.
0: Aww. Aww. <laughs> um all right, what do you think? Should we open the I guess we should open the main box first. I think
1: main box first unless we really want to confuse ourselves. Yeah,
0: so we know what the heck is going on. Be so safe take, with that. I'll just Be take careful. this filthy exacto knife <laughs> and pierce the toast. Oh, Fiasco. Are we doing Nightman? Well, I can't help it that it's so... ...catchy. Alright, well here's the back of the box. So it says there are... Fiasco engine deck, three decks, playsets, rules booklet, other cards, positive outcomes, negative outcomes, and an aftermath deck. And a let's not card. Oh, it's a board. Oh. Ah. Ah.
1: Okay, let's see. It's funny that it says what's in the box. That joke will never get old. The
0: seven joke? What's in the box? I'm slowly, the lid is slowly coming off. There we go. Oh, that's ASMR if I ever saw some. <laughs> wow, the rules booklet is very thin. Dense. No, oh, compared okay. to, the other one's like a straight up book, you know? Well, but that's because it's it has different setups. Yeah.
1: That I, this one it seems like the the density is in the cards. You, this is just telling you how to play fiasco, right? Yeah.
0: You are my density.
1: You are my, that's like that's like the one hey. song Dave Matthews didn't
0: write. Whoever whoever gets it gets it. This is my exclusive Fiasco digital playmat on roll 20. <laughs> I already showed you the code, so take it anyway. Hurry! Whoever gets it gets it. That's really that's
1: that's the incentive to be a patron if I ever heard one. <laughs> All right, so we have a board here.
0: Oh, Let's Not is
1: really funny. I like Let's Not. I kind of want that as like an emote now. That's <laughs> not. I'm a little sad that I didn't get Put on the poll for emotes. For oh
0: you guys. yeah, yeah.
1: You know, one would have been nice.
0: I don't know what to tell you. It's okay. I'm not an ally. Moving on. Uh, let's read what it says here because it has like a handy play guide. The setup: hand out playset cards and establish relationships and the story details between each adjacent player. Who are your characters based on the cards? What are your names? Ooh. And then it's Act One. You go around the table twice. Setting up scenes for each character. What do they want? That seems about the same. Choose negative, positive outcome cards to see how it goes. Ah, so there are different... That actually is... Is this going to be better than old fiasco dots? It already old feels fiasco? better. Yeah.
1: It, it, it takes a little bit of the negotiation out of it.
0: Right. Yeah, well, we'll see what the negative outcomes say. And then the tilt. Determine which two players will choose tilt elements uh, from the back of the outcome cards you've collected... Use these elements during scenes in Act 2. Uh, act 2, continue going around and take setting scenes... Oh, the tabled setting scenes. Each player will get two more scenes to try to get what they want. Judgment... After, judgment's a new stage. After the last scene, you may give one of your outcome cards to another player. Whoa! Huh. Compare the values of your outcome cards to determine your character's fate. Read the result from the matching Aftermath card and tell the end of your story. Wow. Alright, so this seems different. I'm actually pretty intrigued. Muy differente. Alright, so these are Let's Not cards. Uh, Fiasco can go to some dark places, but it should never go anywhere you don't want it to. At any time, for any reason, anyone can tap the Let's Not card if things get uncomfortable. If the card gets tapped, just rewind, revise, and change the story a little The Let's Not card is a gentle reminder to play with an open heart and a desire to make your friends look and feel awesome at the table, trusting they will do the same for you. I like that.
1: You know what I really like about that? and uh, It's something I'm seeing more and more in playsets, and one that I found I found a game at Pax East that I played online, and it was basically like, it built into the rule set, consent. Right. Like, just, just... decide with your group like when you have a dm or a gm that basically puts your character in an uncomfortable position that you never really agreed with by building that into a place that it gives someone that's afraid to say hey i'm not comfortable with that agency to do that and i really right, like right, that right um
0: so yeah these must be like these are cards for each player there are five of them here so it's like reminders about playing scenes and the let's not so maybe, yeah, you can just like flip over your let's not and just be yep. like, let's not. And just, I just like,
1: even yesterday we were doing an improv, uh, we were doing an improv rehearsal and one of the people was like, oh, I don't like what I just insinuated. I'm going to walk that back and, yeah. and you can hide in plain sight with that. For
0: sure. Yeah. Just be improv about... Improv is a
1: little dangerous that way.
0: So dangerous. Dangerous. Let's get dangerous.
1: Physical. No. Physical. I was doing
0: Darkwing Duck.
1: I don't. I never. You're coming
0: watched. in here with Newton John. That's Olivia Newton John, right?
1: Oh uh, yeah, Newton John. I've never heard her referred to her as that in it was my so life. Weird. <laughs> that is the oddest thing I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> Newton John. Newton John.
1: <laughs> what? Elton John. I
0: was very confused. Uh, what's it say here? Playing scenes. You'll have two spotlight scenes about your character in Act One and two more in Act Two. Choose to establish or resolve your scenes. Establish means you set the scene. Resolve means your friends, so this is the same. Uh, we never use resolve, but it 's always been a rule. Um, really? What is it? Other people set your scene up for you instead of you doing it Oh because basically the reason we never do it is I th- the way it 's kind of described in the book, I think is like um, if you don't know what to do, you can say i'll resolve," and then you oh. pick you pick the outcome instead of other people, like oh. you say, "I get a positive outcome here or I get a negative outcome oh uh what's your character's motivation what do they want how will they try to get it setting the scene where's your scene taking place i see so the let's not card is on the back of it's the on how the to back of card. the how to do a scene card basically cool. like how to improv uh all right so it comes with some sets here looks like we've got oh nice there's room for more which is good because i've got more so we've got. Oh, that's cool! Yeah. Wow, they really thought of everything. There's like some dust on it, some weird brown dust. It's the cardboard that was the behind cardboard, it. Cardboard, yeah. Uh, so this one's Dragon Slayers, which we have done from the main book. Uh, we've got Tales from Suburbia, which we have done. But I like that
1: this uh, affords you the opportunity to do, tell a completely different story.
0: Oh yeah, that, I mean that's the beauty of Fiasco. Like you could play the you could play the same playset every day, and it would be different every time. And different people would be different. Pobleton Mall, I think we've done. I mean, these are all just the standard basic ones. Right. And here's the engine deck. So this is the one I'm really interested in. So let's see. The ASMR of dusting off the engine deck. I I liked it. (laughs) Uh. 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 I can't get it open. Uh, It's so hot in here right now. Is it? Oh my god.
1: I know, I have a little bit of moisture. I I hate, like... Anyway, my, my armpits are a little prickly, and they're a little... It's not, like, wet, it's, like, sticky, and that's the worst.
0: Gotta get laser beams in them armpits. The moisture is the essence of wetness. And wetness is the essence of beauty. Or the other way around, I don't remember. What is that? Zoolander.
1: Oh, oh, oh it says, my it says God! Merman. It's commercial.
0: merman commercial. <laughs> merman, Dad.
1: Merman.
0: <laughs> it's really. All right. So then awesome. we've got actual Let's Not cards that just say Let's Not on either side. Okay. Uh, these are the tilts. Mayhem. A dangerous animal gets loose. They've got numbers on them. Interesting. Oh, and these are negative outcomes on the back side. Oh, interesting. So maybe the negative outcomes. Huh. Positive outcomes.
1: So how does someone determine, like, so there's a certain amount of dice that
0: well, there are no dice in this.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. So, if we only have so many black dice and so many white dice to choose positive or negative outcomes from, do these things get shuffled so that we only have so many
0: to give out, or like how does that work? I'm not sure. i th- I'm, I mean, we'll have to. I'll have to read the book and oh, God see uh, what what the deal is. Um, but here, let's see what a playset looks like. Uh, so much packaging
1: uh, why are we do- <laughs> making fun of women so much right huh? now we're, uh, we're really uh, was, stereotyping women so badly
0: right now I wasn't making fun of women I was I was going uh. I was just doing anime effort sounds oh got it oh Ah. <laughs> uh. uh. All right, so this, all right. So yeah, the, it says Wilson on it, Wilson! The backsides have like names on them. Oh, so you can't choose your own name? I think you probably can, but maybe they're, I just opened this box. I don't know the answer to any of your questions. Okay, okay. But yeah, so these are all relationships. So I guess you can, yeah, just deal out a relationship So I think the idea here would be that you just, like, can set up a game, like, almost immediately. And it's just, like, randomized by cards. I see. Yeah, the needs. So
1: in a way, it also truncates the amount of time. Object. In a sense.
0: Yeah. This camera gets so blown out. Locations. Yeah, so, I mean, it looks like you just... Oh, and blankies. Um, cool, cool. So, yeah, the playsets are just playsets, but they're put into cards, and it seems like you just give out cards. Let's see if there's a quick play guide here. Oh, because there is one in the book, right? Yeah. What if I already know all about Fiasco? This version of Fiasco is similar to the classic edition you know and love. But it will play faster and be easier to understand, we hope. For more information on the Classic Edition, blah blah blah." Um, Alright. To play a game of Fiasco, you will need the engine deck paired with um, a Fiasco deck. Let me just position that so you can kind of see it. Um, uh, playset deck of your choice as well as uh, the board and player reference cards. Place the board in the middle of the table and give each player one of the reference cards. Take out the engine deck and separate aftermath outcome and let's not cards. Place the aftermath cards in the separate space on the board, number side up. Place one let's not card below the aftermath cards. Divide the positive and negative outcome cards and shuffle them into two separate piles. So it's negative, just the negative outcomes and the positive outcomes. It's just these. I can't handle it. It's just these guys that say positive and negative. You just put them Does, Are there prompts on the other side? Those are the tilt. So I think that that's just, they just are doing double duty with those cards. I don't I don't get the impression that you use the tilt during the game, but I don't I know. See, I see, I it's, see. So it literally is just a black or a white die. I got it, got it. I think. It. Uh, randomly put two positive and two negative cards per player in stacks on their spaces on the board, symbol side up. Okay, so, if it's three players, you do six positive, six negative, etc. Uh, set the remaining outcome cards aside. You won't need them for this game. Uh, the Let's Not card we already understand. Um, set up. Building your fiasco. Choose your deck. Take the playset deck out of the box and set aside the kicker card and blank cards. Shuffle the remaining relationship need, object, and location cards into one big pile. Divide the playset cards more or less equally among all players. Give everyone a chance to look over their hand. Starting with the person who most recently damaged something valuable, choose a place a relationship choose and place a relationship card between any two adjacent players. Why'd you shuffle all the Okay, we took a second and I looked more closely at the rules, and I think I now understand pretty much everything that's going on. Broad strokes. I
1: understand that more than you do now.
0: Oh yeah. Okay, so you shuffle the remaining, you shuffle all the relationship need object and location cards into one big pile, and then distribute it roughly equally to everybody. And then everyone goes around in order and gives relationship, a relationship need object or location to everybody, every pair.
1: Hold on, soft pause. So there's you're not everyone's getting an equal amount of need relationship.
0: in theory, you would, but yeah, the, the, the distribution of relationship, no- location, need, and object cards will be kind of randomized between everybody. And that's why it says, if you don't have a relationship card that you like, or if you don't have one at all, the next person can, can go. Got it. Um, so yeah, so basically, you pass out all the relationship, need, object, and location cards, and then everyone in turn order hands out their stuff uh, kind of the same way that you do it before, but you're ch- choosing just from the stuff in your hands instead of Hold on. Like, being determined from dice. Do you have to play with a certain amount of people? Three to five is the... So you pull out the corresponding
1: amount of cards for people based on how they're playing, and you have to pull out specific amount of needs?
0: No, you just have you just have all the relationship, location, object, and need cards. You deal them out to everybody equally. Yeah.
1: And even if you have it for five people, but you're only playing it with three.
0: Yeah. Got it. And uh, You might not use all of them. You will not use all of them because it's the same as the old game where right. you just go in order and put a relationship in between people, but instead of choosing from dice, you're just choosing from the cards you have in front of yourself. Got it. Gotcha. hat,cha.: um, hacha, hacha. And then you do the same with re- ob- objects, needs, and locations. No more than two, no less than one total. Uh, for the whole game. Same as the old one. Okay. Um, yeah, and then you set up your relationships the same way. You come up with characters. You l- say, like, well, how are our relationships? The same or different? Blah, blah, blah. Um, that's all the same. Uh, the names, uh, you you have the option to take two cards and set them on top of each other, and the, the one becomes your first name with the remaining cards that weren't used, the The top one becomes your first name and the bottom one becomes your second name, your last name. Uh, but it says, like, if you don't like the names, you can ask someone else to help you or you can pick, just make one up. Um, so you don't have to use, it the, that way. use their names. But it, it's a cute little extra thing, I thought. Um, scenes work the same way. Establishing, resolving, doing a scene. Uh, then you do the outcome. Now comes are sort of similar but a little different. So instead of getting a black or a white die, you get a card. The backs of the cards, uh, the back of the tilt cards, say, Ooh, I showed them upside down. Uh, you know they say negative or positive on them. Uh, you don't, you don't look at the bottom of them. You just get it face down, or the positive negative side up. And, you know, so if you get a negative, the scene goes poorly. If you get a positive, the scene goes well. And what you're
1: saying is you're not using the tilt as the prompt. You're just no, using yeah, yeah. this
0: outcome just, as a prompt. Just the same as getting a white or black die. Correct.
1: Um, right. So it doesn't doesn't force your hand into how it makes it right. negative or positive.
0: Which, is that a missed opportunity? I guess probably not. Like, you don't want this game to honestly your hand too much. kind of yes, though. Kind of, yeah. Like, it'd be a different game.
1: Here's one little thing that. What I like about this game is that it gives people the opportunity to make really good improv choices when and emboldens them to do that. And sometimes there's a little bit what you want to like not have in improv is like a negotiation process where it's like, well, what is it going to be? So sometimes when something makes a decision for you, it streamlines that. Yeah. And so if you know, if you were prompt. To well, you know, a mysterious figure walks in. It might, it might, is it has the possibility of overcomplicating something, but it also has the possibility of streamlining the storytelling, yeah. which is what this does
0: really well. Absolutely. Um, so then, uh, the the tilt stuff, the numbers come into play after the first act is done. Same place you do the old tilt. And the way this works is you then flip over your cards, and I guess it doesn't seem like you give your cards away at all in this version um, during the beginning, during the actual game. Uh, yeah, so um, you do give away a card at the end, but which is different, but uh, yeah. So now you flip over your cards, and if it's blue, it's a negative, and if it's bla- uh, red, it's a positive. Mm. And um mm or flip that, (laughs) flip that. Red is negative, blue is positive, whatever. Uh, But, 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 oh, I see. I don't know why they both have pluses, but like what you do is you subtract the negative one out of the, or you subtract the lower one out of the higher one. Uh, Insert myself. Same as the old way.
1: That was so hard. (laughs) The positive is confusing. Well,
0: it's just good outcome, bad outcome. And then you just take the numbers and whichever one's lower, you subtract out of whichever one's right. higher. Same as before. Same um, as before. Same as it ever was. And same then as it ever was. whoever has the highest blue or red number, uh, whoever has the highest blue gets to pick a blue tilt of any ones that are showing on the table. Um, so that it's already limited to three or five or whatever number of players. And then whoever has the highest red number picks one that is showing on the table. Not, doesn't have to be your own. Um, So yeah, it's two tilts out of the choices that you had. And then, yeah, you use them to all-purpose scene enhance Act 2, you know. Huh. Um, Just like in the regular game. Then the aftermath, before the aftermath begins, you do something called Judgment. Continuing clockwise from the last scene, each player may, if they wish, give one of their face-down outcome cards, so it just says positive or negative at this point, to another player. This will shift the balance of both players' cards for better or worse. Always do this before turning the card over to reveal its value. So you don't know the number that you're oh. giving them. You don't know what you're giving them.
1: Oh, oh cool. So you can't fuck with somebody too Well, bad. you
0: do a little bit, though, because if you... Let, let's say I've got three reds and a blue, and and you've got, like, all uh, r- blue, all reds or something... I give you my blue, that's making your outcome worse. And wow. if you've got all blues, I give you my blue, that's making your outcome better. And it says here, um, you, can, you need to explain why you're helping the character have a better life or why you're kicking them while they're down. Um, so you can't just willy-nilly be like, you can't, you you can't just be like, you, you have to story justify it. You can't just be like, I want to get a better ending. I'm getting rid of my one blue card. You have wow. to say like, you screwed me in the diner. I want you to suffer, you know? like Right. Uh, which I actually think is pretty cool. And it's just giving them a blue or a red. You don't know the number. So then you flip them all over and count the numbers the same way, subtracting. So if you have fewer red cards, you m- subtract that out of the blue numbers. And then you go to the aftermath cards, which have numbers on their backs. So 0, 1, 2, 3. Um, in red and in blue. Same as, as the other way same as it ever same was same as it ever was um but if someone else t- takes that number you take what is it the next highest or the next lowest next lowest so if if you got so if you got like a red 13 red 12 plus and so did i you know i've got to get the 10 to 11 because my life got worse cuz you took the good ending basically whoa um that's interesting yeah And then that's it. Then you do your epilogues the same way as before. So it actually is some pretty interesting little twists. Um,
1: Let me ask you, I know you haven't, we haven't played it yet. Is, are there changes that you yourself as a game developer thought would, uh, could, could benefit the game for positive? Like, are there things here that you're like, ah, yes, you fixed this or things
0: that they did that I think are positive
1: in this new play set or version of playing the game that you know very well.
0: Yeah.
1: Are there lamentations you had that you feel like
0: this new version solved? I, I, yes and no. Like I've never thought, like I enjoy the setup phase because it's right. zany and fun. It takes forever. Like yeah, it's 50 minutes of setup. A lot of times in our games, um, and, like, it's fun, it's part of the exploration process, but it takes a long time. Right. And I think that this will, will definitely spruce that up. Um, and I do think that the... Um, having physical cards of tilts and stuff... Oops, I just wedged these in here. Uh, having physical cards of tilts and stuff, I think will definitely... What are you, not fit? What's the deal? Will definitely help, because you can, like, look at them easier... Plus, I do like that this won't waste paper, <laughs> which the way we play the old one. Well, I in was person, just gonna
1: say it. It. I mean, I still like taking notes when I when I RPG, yeah. but it doesn't necessitate that now.
0: Yeah, maybe they want you to do it like, sideways. Yeah, okay, that's how they want you to do it, because the things don't fit <laughs> oh. down the other <laughs> way. It gets smaller at the bottom. Um, we do have some more play sets here. Some classics like. Regina's Wedding, a favorite. Beast of Sucker Creek, I don't think we've done. That's a new one. Although, be-
1: there's an argument to be made that the swamp thing.
0: Oh, yeah. That, that was that a Sucker was, Creek. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of sucking going on in that swamp. <laughs> it really was. For sure. Classic. So, there are two decks in each of these boxes. We got Regina's Wedding and Beast of Glory Hole Creek. Uh let's see here. We got Fiasco High and Camp Death, two Perennial Classics. I uh I just kickstarted this at a high value, so I got all these extra. I can see. I'm spending money for you people. I'm stimulating the economy. The economy of independent game developers. Well yeah, that's economy. Yeah. That's an industry. That's an economy I would gladly stimulate. I'll stimulate your at, economy. At some kind of, like, sex swamp. <laughs> Gross. Here we've got In the Weeds, which I'm unfamiliar with, and The Hasty and the Hateful, which I have also not played, so this, these are two new ones on me. Eh. Let's take them out of the box. I've missed the garbage can with all but that one. Oh no, I hit, I hit it with the first one, too. See, look at how nice they fit in here. So pretty. Question. Hello. Can you
1: shuffle other decks into other decks and have a fucking nightmare?
0: Funny you should ask. The uh, back of the booklet here, the last page, has an option about that. Um, Funny you should ask. (laughs) Blending playsets, it says. What? You can also mix cards from two or more playsets to get a very different game. For example, you might mash together Poppleton Mall and Suburbia into Tales from Poppleton or mm-hmm. with Dragon Slayers to get a truly wild fantasy mall experience. Wow. Even just using one card from another playset might make a huge difference. So that's actually super exciting for us because we could then just like kit bash the hell out of these things and play like just totally wackazoid. Uh, <laughs>
1: well, you love that in particular because you really love bringing the surreality to things. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: If I so if I had a counter for for the number of episodes that end in like an eternal screaming void or something <laughs> that I've been in charge of,
1: one of my favorites was the one. These are
0: just too blanky
1: blanky. Where boys. we were like the sol- like the the medieval soldiers and the oh blankies.
0: Yeah, let's see if they're all just. I imagine they're all just blank. There's a credits ones so you can fill out your own credits. That's funny uh what were you saying though
1: no do you remember the fiasco where we were mortal em- enemies but like had to reverse the curse and it was like the, the, oh god it, what was it <laughs> i was like the hunk and you were like the warrior and oh, uh, we yeah, get yeah, to yeah. defend the castle or something and then the ending was like the whole the whole sky turned into a vortex <laughs>
0: Honestly, that the, you're describing like eight different VMs. I know, <laughs> I
1: know, I know, but that one was particularly great because we ended with the with a thing we had forgotten to pay off, which was the mossy rock. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, these are just straight up Blancazoids. Oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. You know what, though, that means that our viewers can still submit based off of those cards.
0: They got, they get two of them. Unless they buy, you mean they buy a deck and ship it to us?
1: No, I think you take pictures of these. And they fill it out.
0: Sure, sure.
1: Because, like, I was worried for a second if it
0: precluded. Right. Audience involvement. Right. Oh, maybe that isn't the intent, because this doesn't, whatever. And there we go. Those
1: were loose anyway, and I didn't like that to begin with.
0: Oh, I didn't put the engine deck in. Look at this, look at this, perfect.
1: Perfect!
0: Oh my god! Oh my god, oh my god. Look at that. It's so pretty. We filled out this box, we can never get more. (laughs) Don't create any more things Mm -hmm.
1: fiasco. Mm -hmm. I really didn't have high hopes for this, because I also didn't know what to expect. I really like it.
0: I actually, yes, I'm very. I, I came into this thinking that it would be a cute thing for people who like hadn't played or something. I actually do think that this brings some improvements. I think that this is a cool, a cool idea, well executed. I like the look and feel of it. Um, very surprised that the rule book is so short. Like, I read. I read. And I mean, we know enough about the rules that I didn't have to read it super in depth. But like, sure. We know all the rules, and it took me, like, ten minutes. You know? Pretty wild. I, I
1: am excited. Ooh, I'm excited, and um, I just the only thing I'm concerned about is how easy it would be to, like, play this remotely, like we're, well, like we're
0: doing now. That's the problem. Unless we start using Tabletop Simulator, I guess we'll just have to keep doing it the oh. way we've been doing it.
1: There's the roll 20, right?
0: They're, they do have this on roll 20. I gave away my free play mat.
1: Not unless you steal it now.
0: I could fill it out before this episode goes you ch- out.
1: You absolutely could do it.
0: Nah. Uh, nah, I'll let, I'll let somebody else get it.
1: How about this? I'll buy it for somebody. You do that. And the spe- a special Why don't commenter.
0: you buy it for me? And then whoever gets it from this episode gets it.
1: I was trying to make it like competitive, but okay. This is
0: competitive. <sighs>
1: Um, I also strangely because I knew we were going to film this today I had a dream which is a correlative but I had a dream that I had a deck of Uno cards because <laughs> like there's cu- the cu- yeah I just had a dream that that, <laughs> that's the dream that, I had,
0: that was the dream <laughs> that whole that thing's your name huh uh, what is that from Fifth Element
1: oh you mean one of my top five movies of all time
0: too bad you're a charlatan because you don't know every line of it.
1: It's pretty good, though. I'm pretty good. Bada bing, bada boom.
0: Yeah, big bada boom. Charlatan.
1: I did rewatch it, actually. It's one of the only movies I've watched during the pandemic because I've just been watching a lot of Grey's Anatomy. Sorry and-
0: about the mess. <laughs> now, now you have to say the what? The what? The garbage
1: garbage that's the from garbage. fifth element yeah no i know sorry <laughs> about the mess the what the garbage it is and then they so jump hot. into it what
0: i'm corbin dallas <laughs> i'm corbin dallas there's <laughs> <laughs> been a mistake there's been a mistake <laughs> i'm sorry oh. <laughs> and then he blows up
1: yeah yeah oh, he blows
0: sure does him up. he sure does and that's why you what never is- call your boss N-
1: Why would he? Why did he should have just took off?
0: Yeah, he should. have That been movie like, well,
1: is I what am I very wish.
0: Disappointed.
1: I wish that movie is. I wish that movie is what Dune's about to be.
0: I wish like. Whoa, that would be an unexpected tone shift for Dune. Well, I know, but it- Dune seems so unoriginal. It seems so safe to me. Eat shit. Dune was first. Dune was first. You didn't let me Star clarify. Wars aped Dune. Let I will me, go to the cl- trenches let me clarify. Trenches for Dune. Let the
1: fucking trailer, dude, is what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, all right. I thought it I'm not great. talking about the book. I'm named after Lady Jessica. I love that shit. Is that I'm true? I'm reading it. Yeah. I've I read the series two times and we're reading it on my uh
0: I know you're reading it on Twitch your thing. channel.
1: So what I'm saying is I would love someone to take a bold Stance on what they think that future looks like visually. I like, trust
0: Denis Villeneuve.
1: You do? Yeah. It doesn't Should seem I not? boring to you and run of the mill.
0: No, it seemed awesome. You think Jason Momoa is a great Duncan? <laughs> Here's the deal we haven't gotten a good Dune adaptation. You got to do just a good Dune adaptation first. Although, Yodorowski. Have you seen the documentary Yodorowski's Dune? I have not, and I need to. But I've seen, like,
1: images of what he wanted Salvador Dali to do.
0: That's the dune you're talking about. I kind of want that, though. Oh, absolutely.
1: Why are the still suits, like, so boring? And why? They're how they're described in the book. That's what they look like in the book. No, their book, they describe them as gray and they're black.
0: Sorry. (laughs) Probably they're dark gray.
1: There's a. There is a lot of traditional imagery that I think he is paying homage to. I just kind of... I just, I kind of wanted a little digression from... Maybe there shall be. Know, what we know space to be already.
0: You don't put that in the trailer because you'll alienate the diehards. and If the, they're already alienated with a, a black female Leot Kynes. Nah. Yes. She, isn't she... They're all meant to be like... They all live on a different planet. Why would they not, why would they be like straight white people?
1: Liet Kynes is not a Fremen by birth, but accepted as a Fremen and takes a Fremen wife in the book.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot about that.
1: But they updated it smartly to be a woman, because why not? Like,
0: Wait, hello. does she still take a wife?
1: They produce Chani, so I don't know.
0: Hey man men are obsolete two women can, can produce offspring
1: that, i'm not saying that liet so we Kynes have the science. Get down with women
0: we have the science great i haven't That's, read dune since i was like in high school so i don't really I, remember it very well
1: i don't know okay right so i don't know how much i don't know how much it transgresses from how Chani is the progeny of liet kinds
0: um but really the thing that we should be upset about is like a person from one planet well, I mean, I guess in Dune, they're all just like people, right? They all just migrated from place to place.
1: Here's, I'm, I know what you're about to say, are and then they I got from, chastised.
0: Are they all, are it they? Is, it,
1: it is a White Savior film.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. 100%.
1: 100%. Because it's 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 derivative of. Rich Islamic white guy culture. comes in and
0: like takes over? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Hundred uh, uh, Uses them to his benefit to avenge his family? 100%. They would not have come out of oppression if not for him. A literal Messiah Savior. 100%. Now, He was prophesied, wasn't he? He was uh, indoctrinated via the Bene Gesserit. The Bene Gesserit planted a seed called the Missionaria Protectiva on outer world planets should a Bene Gesserit ever need to seek asylum. So when Jessica comes to the planet, it... She sees that it's kind of like
0: yeah. Jessica's uh, the one with the crazy powers, right?
1: They uh, so she's a Bene Gesserit,
0: yeah. They've got like mind powers, right?
1: Yeah, they, they it's something that the Bene Gesserit teaches. She's not a reverend mother yet, but basically, the you know, how the missionaries they literally he literally says missionary protectiva, like if missionaries are trying to turn the natives into God fearing people, the Bene Gesserit sent out these like prophesied ideas and like doctrine that would give these people like a sense of their religion so that they could find uh, protection within it. It's fascinating. But they did prophesy. They did want the the Weasau Haderach and so they did serve their ultimate goal anyway.
0: People who have never read Dune are just like what in the hell are they talking about?
1: come to bat with me man I'm excited read Dune
0: I love Dune that shit is Uh, wild
1: it is it's really wonderful so
0: I only ever read the first one because didn't he kind of like go crazy and the rest are not very good
1: no 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 the theory the the common feeling is the first five books that are solely written by Frank Herbert there's an argument that some people don't know if the fifth book was exactly written by him because it was published after he was dead but then his son Brian Herbert takes over and then it becomes a shit show some people like it but the, the actually, like, if you're getting up to Children of Dune and uh, God Emperor Dune, fucking brilliant. And then you have Chapter House and Heretics. And it's Heretics and then Chapter House. I think it's wonderful. It's like the first six books of Frank Herbert. It's worth a read. I've read them twice. They're great. I don't read things twice either. So. I don't read. I don't read.
0: I listen to audiobooks myself.
1: Well, I'll read this to you gladly.
0: I love audiobooks. Listening to the Sandman on audiobook right now, and it's got sound effects. It's quite well done. Full cast.
1: Oh. Oh. James else.
0: McAvoy.
1: Oh, look, I like him. Speaking of Dune, he did a Dune. He was Paul. He did a Dune reading? No, he was Paul in the sci-fi channels or whatever channels.
0: Really? He was uh, in there? Yeah, he, wow. I didn't. Early I didn't know James I, I, McAvoy.
1: Yeah, he was Paul, I believe, and uh, uh, fucking Susan Sarandon is one of the Benedictes. Like, wow. I know. I, it's. Worth, I never watched that. I, uh, I didn't either. It didn't. It didn't pique my interest because it also wasn't Kyle MacLachlan. And I and I just see him as my Paul. You I've know? still
0: never seen that one either. I just read the book and I heard the movie was bad, so I never watched it.
1: It's worth watching. It's. It's really interesting. Stings in it. He's hot as f.
0: I'm hot as F. I gotta go. It's too hot in here, man. Okay, it's time. Thank you so much. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye.